0: November 29, 2021, so off am from Pedro's show. Have you listened to many of the other younger saxophonists besides Farrell?
1: Yes, uh, Albert first. Uh, that's very uh, Could you see
0: and any... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Could you see any relationship between what you were doing and what he was doing? In other words, do you think that he had developed out of some of your ideas?
1: I don't, not necessarily. I think... Uh, what he's doing is, uh, it seems to be uh, moving mu- music into even higher frequency, you see.
0: To me, it appears that some of the things that it's you like did...
1: Maybe where I left off maybe where he started. <laughs> I was loving, oh, well,
0: in a sense, that's, that's, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, I listened to Not to
1: say that he, you know, would uh, copy this or that, but it's just that he, you know, he filled an area mm-hmm. that it seemed that I hadn't uh, gotten to.
0: show happy monday we started off john coltrane talking to frankovsky november 66 and we had wave from our boats mary Lattimore, we <laughs> gotta give respect brother bill nace for the connect welcome board because of those thank you skype invention for them estonian software engineers Mary <laughs> Lattimore, welcome aboard
2: thanks so much you're really happy to be on work- here
0: your earliest musical recollection, please, Mary.
2: Oh, man. Um, my mom is a harpist as well. And so definitely listening to her in my living room. Um, she had a lot of harpists coming over to our house, too, and they would play together. So, yeah, just hearing the harp as a little kid. Um, played around the house.
0: Hearing your mom play harp. Now, did she do, a, yep. did she do recordings of harp? Like a play, she
2: never did, no, she not, never did record herself.
0: But did she have any like harp people she listened to? Like maybe some Groucho oh. Marx, <laughs> not
2: Groucho, Harpo, Harpo, yeah,
0: Harpo yeah. Groucho did guitar uh,
2: <laughs> and
0: Chico um, did piano.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm not a total idiot, I'm just a slow learner. Did she have like favorite harp people that she would play on the record player or a radio or something?
2: Yeah, definitely. She had a lot of, she listened to a lot of harpists and um a lot of like orchestras too on the record player. But um, she also would listen to like other stuff, other stuff too. But yeah, she still listened to a lot of harp music. Well, I'm,
0: I'm asking harp because you end up being a harpist like her. So did she like say, now listen to, the, listen to that cat on the harp. Now listen to that one. See how that one's different than that? Did she was like that or was it like, No, I'm going to give you lessons. I'm going to give you a teacher.
2: Exactly. It was this. It was the latter of those. Like she definitely was not like, listen to how this person plays and analyze it or like try to emulate this or whatever. She was more like you. Now it's time for you to play the harp. You have no choice. It's time. You know, that kind of vibe. Well, what about
0: what about on the other side? Like at school, uh, were you in the choir, the marching band or shit like
2: that? Yeah, I was in the orchestra when I was in high school, um, playing okay. the harp parts with the orchestra.
0: Okay, so the harp started at home
2: though, not at school. Right, exactly. Exactly. So oh, I started playing when I was like 11. 11,
0: okay. Was 11. 11.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it wasn't probably yeah. the same size of harp you got now, was it?
2: It was, yeah. Oh, damn. It was the same size. So I know, no, I've just been a, a tall person. I'm a tall person. Yeah. yeah at tall. 11, you were tall? I think so. Okay. I think so, because I played the giant harp. I mean, maybe, maybe I had to, like, have a really high chair or something like that, but I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I had but... somebody
0: on the show, a lady, and she was, like, <laughs> that age, and she said she was playing fucking stand-up bass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How? I know. How? That's what I'm trying to imagine. Or maybe you, your range was just small. You didn't use all the strings, maybe. Or something. Right.
2: Yeah. I just had really long arms. And anyway, them (laughs) strings, there's a lot
0: of fucking tension on those. I mean, you got to build up some uh, strength.
2: Yeah, definitely. I have really strong fingers. Yeah, I think. But
0: I know being a bass operator, that the Mm -hmm. muscles really ain't in the fingers; they're in the forearm, and they're pulling on Mm -hmm. tendons that pull the fingers.
2: Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I
0: call them the Popeye muscles. (laughs) because <laughs> they're the ones when he eats the fucking spinach right and they get all i wish i had that shit because they could get yeah, sore true. after a hard gig okay mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> what about what about the less what was experience with lessons how was the harp teacher or was there more than one?
2: Oh, there was more than one yeah i started off playing like my mom never taught me harp because she she knew that we would probably fight you know I think it's like different going to a teacher. Let, um, let, like,
0: let me uh, know if this is kind of in the same ballpark, kind of parallel mm-hmm. universe. Uh, I taught four women how to drive stick shift transmission <laughs> in a car because they said their fathers, yeah, uh, brothers uh, went too insane, and yeah. being uh, in a third party or something. And I, never, yep. I I was patient. I, I knew yelling at him wasn't going to really help learn.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And not, you know, like you're automatically kind of like prone to be like, mom, don't tell me what to do. Like that kind of feeling to kind of, I was yeah. like, yeah, don't tell me what to do. She sure, would already sure, sure. know. What,
0: what you're saying is you're taking this other kind of like mother daughter relationship. Now you're bringing it over to student. Teacher, yeah, yeah, oh my god, yeah, you hard, mean, you need razor wire to keep those separate, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It reminds totally, me of the yeah. back of this new uh, Izumi Suzuki book. It says, uh, yeah, her because she wrote these science fiction, so, um, uh, mm-hmm. technology is maybe limitless, but relationships are impossible. <laughs> 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 I like, I like yeah. that, it's kind of a trippy, thing. I like that so, too. uh. Did, yeah. the, did the teaching, was it just teaching, was it, or was it the, the R-word recital involved?
2: The R-word. So those the are your R-word.
0: first gigs, right?
2: Yeah, and I was scared. The are pants shooters, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Can you remember yeah. the first one? I don't, I don't, rem- I remember the first couple, I guess. And I don't know, I just like don't really enjoy that kind of playing. I just like feel scared of it. You know, and feeling scared isn't always the most fun. So, yeah. I definitely, um, I definitely like playing. I had a hard time with playing classical recitals where everybody knew if you made a wrong note or whatever, you know, and then you get all flustered and and then it's downhill so all from there. Yeah, right,
0: right. yeah. Well, like Adam Yelk said, uh, "Let it flow like a mudslide." <laughs> yeah 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 you know and uh what about getting it around
2: yeah it was i mean as a kid i my poor dad i mean he definitely has been hauling harps around his whole life because he's been married to my mom since they were 25 so he when i was a kid he hauled both of our harps around for us (laughs) Um I asked that because
0: when Thirst carried a Harp Lady they had a trailer. <laughs> that was me.
2: That was you. That was me. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I Mary, we had, so a it's, you had a trailer. Yeah, <laughs> That was me. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. The old, like a that that band in the city of uh, uh, black humor. They the, there's a line from one of their tunes I think called Neo Hippies and it says the only thing new is you it out about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was you. It was your harp uh-huh. in that trailer. <laughs> okay. Yep, it True.
2: was. And okay. it was, I mean, I'm on tour right now. It's not the most fun thing to have to carry around, but also it's worth it. I mean, I'm sure you feel this way about your instruments. It's like you feel like they're part of you. And
0: No, but I, I, I'll fine. tell you this. In a way, I'm lucky because a fender's a fender if it ain't too fucked up. Where I can mm. go, like I, a couple weeks ago, I did my first out-of-town gig in 20 months, and you know, if there's a Fender P bass, I can work it. Not a lot mm-hmm. because my mm-hmm. less younger hands. I get. So I, need, I need the littler ones for gigs now, but I could do a few, and uh-huh. I'm kind of lucky. But I can imagine uh, because if, if people should be. Uh, there's a. It's almost like the pedal steel. I mean, there's there's pedals yeah. and things hooked on. It's not just like old Greek days.
2: Right. 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 There's pedals. It's like the most advanced version of it now, you know, it's been like honed for centuries. So. But,
0: but in a trippy way, it's kind of like a piano because one note for each. Yep. Yeah, huh. And yep. all of them, you know, Ionian and Phrygian and all <laughs> those scales of the Greeks came up with it was on those things, right? Yep. And they didn't mm-hmm. really play them as, as chords, right? It was one note after another. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, okay. Okay after school but not graduating bedroom mm-hmm. band basement band garage band did you whoop out the harp? you know like the horn guys finally got a shot when sky had its run right i can't mm-hmm. remember when harp had its run i
2: don't know i don't know
0: yeah so you know like with basses and guitars and drums you make these garage uh, basement bedroom bands right yeah did, but did you ever do a harp version of that shit when you were a teenager
2: i not when i was a teenager no i kept it totally separate i was like I had my world of listening to music that I liked, and then I had my world of harp. Pretty separate until um, until I graduated from college.
0: When you did graduate high school, you went to higher education for harp.
2: Correct? Yes. Correct? And, yes. And where was that again? That was Eastman School of Music in Rochester, New York.
0: Ah, Eastman Kodiak is a big company in Rochester. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. Z- the other one's Xerox. Yep. <laughs> See totally. What you, you learn from touring?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yep. Probably. Okay. Yeah. The bug jar is the place to play there, and the, I don't no, know. No. I I
0: played a gay disco with uh called Icons, I think, and we share I shared the stage with Sonny Sharrock. I didn't get to Whoa. play with him, but he talked to me a lot backstage. It was beautiful. Wow. Can Can I ask you that that the learning experience versus the private teaching when you're a girl, younger mm-hmm. girl, and then the stuff you. Got in the higher education.
2: Yep. Uh, are, you, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, what was the question again? I, I got another phone call that came in. I'm really sorry.
0: Yeah, this will only take 40 minutes. Maybe you put that thing on pause for a little.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, look, I didn't
0: mean to. I know, I know, I know. And, and on the Wat for Peter show, the guests always hold sway, but... Well, I'm, I'm curious about, you know, learning in higher education versus mm-hmm. learning when you were a younger girl with those t- private teachers.
2: Yeah, you know, it was really um, studying in the higher education. It was very serious and it was like a lot, it felt very competitive, like everyone was really judging you and like if you didn't play it perfectly, it felt like perfectionist place to go, you know, and it was really hard. And so that kind of, Made me um, change my course with the harp, I think, and decide that I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to compete with anybody, and I wanted to do my own thing. So you didn't want to join
0: like a, a city orchestra or something?
2: Yeah, because it's like with orchestra with a the harp, um, there's only like one or two harpists in the orchestra as opposed to like violins and all that, like. So people hold on to their job until they're old or until they pass away, <laughs> you know, until they hold on to it because it's so well, competitive. What would you do? They, would you do I would keep, I would hold, <laughs> you tight would hold on to that right? job. <laughs> yeah. I would do the same thing. And okay. my mom did. She just retired from the orchestra. So there like was young, and, there was young women fighting for her gig. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Lined up to, wow. to fight for it. And like, that's just the way it is. And, I don't know. I don't like com- competition like that. I'm just not made for it. So
0: okay, you know, let me ask you this: uh, you and your instrument. Did you ever? Because mm-hmm. this is one thing I. In although a lot of these people, you know, qualified cl- for classical work are incredible with their instrument. Like no, no uh, improvisation or composition. Right. Did you pursue any of that?
2: I only did after school. Okay. I. I never improvised ever until I was like 25 years old, ever, or, or maybe even like 27 years old. I just never played anything that wasn't written down on the page, which is like the case with a lot of classical musicians, I think.
0: And do you think it's from um, the institutionalized learning?
2: Yep, yep. exactly. I, I do. And I think like improvisation is kind of discouraged unless you, or, you know, making stuff up is kind of discouraged. Unless you'd go specifically for something like like tailored to that, you know.
0: I was gonna just say the genre nightmare comes. Like we can improvise yeah. if we go for jazz.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like music totally. can't
0: be music, right?
2: Totally. Fucking bold. Yep. Yeah. I know. I know. It's intense. Like, it's yeah. and like camping. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Like camping, yeah. intense. Right. <laughs> Yeah. He gave me this dude sometimes, he's in my dreams. That's (laughs) right. old hat, flip and flop, time to kill, old tops, market crash. Watch for Pedro show, that chunk of music started out with Mary Lattimore. Sometimes he's in my dreams. And then we had Springtime, uh, new new prod with the, uh, I think, the cat from Tropical Fuckstorm and some other people. Uh, she moved through the fair. Sabla, brand new from her, f- uh, Forest Path, Lagoon Monster Rubber mass Volume Four. This is part B two from Bronze Age Ufo out of Baltimore. S-L-W-C-C-Watt. my collab with Sam Ward in Iowa City. Old hat, And then finally Mary Lattimore with It Feels Like Floating. <laughs> and you know what? I'm thinking now. Maybe your mom wanted you to find your own voice on the heart. Yeah. She th- might have, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, flo- float your own. Yeah, sometimes the shadow of the parent and, uh, like, sometimes I'll have cats on the show, like Ian McKay, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my, my son won't do, mu- do music.
2: Oh, really? And, you know, yeah,
0: maybe that's just the way, you know? And my pup yeah. told me, Navy, never again volunteer yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a pup, Navy. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. So tw- what, what happens at 25 years old?
2: Well, I moved to Philly, which is where I started playing music with a bunch of people who lived here at the time so um you know it started out being like a social thing just hanging out and then we just started playing music together and so so you get um, a,
0: you getting a part and you bring
2: that big motherfucker up. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of i'm no not really i don't know they came to me yeah you know? yeah yeah like a drummer right <laughs> but is there little versions yeah they're little versions but they sound like little versions yeah, you know so yeah right
0: <laughs> Go for Ovid or something. Got a mm-hmm. little thing. Yeah. yeah, that's just for paintings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll want to be working them. Yeah, okay. So it's kind of toy, like those yeah. uh, plastic guitars with fishing line.
2: Exactly, yeah. exactly, but
0: portable,
2: but really yeah, portable. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, okay, what'd
0: you do? You run an ad in a recycler? I mean, did you know, why'd you pick Philly?
2: I just, um, I had some friends who lived here. I came to visit them and then I just fell in love with it. It just felt very like exciting, especially in 2005. You know, a lot of artists, a lot of musicians living here and felt kind of inexpensive at the time. And we felt talking in Fishtown? Yeah, Fishtown. Yeah. I'm sitting in my car right now um, talking with you right across the street from the record exchange oh, wow. here in Fishtown. And I just finished hanging out with. Bill Nace and Richie Charles, who I think you interviewed. That's right. Yeah. So I was just hanging with those guys right before this. So,
0: wow. Wow. So who who are the first cats you started playing with when you got
2: there? Uh, Kurt Vile was one of them. Yeah. And uh, this woman, Tara Burke, she has a project called for Saxa, which is really cool. And then, um, Espers, that band was, they're all good friends of mine. Um, Esper's is like, kind of like psych folk, folk band from here, um, and yeah, just like a, a lot. Psych, <laughs> yeah, psych. It folk.
0: Reminds me of a, on the old days, this magazine, uh, Maximum Rock and Roll. And mm-hmm. Yeah, all, all of a sudden, there's these, these genres and sub, you know, power violence. Yeah. <laughs> it's not different than crust. And different than Dirge, Cookie Monster.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Power Violet. Yeah, that cracks me up. It cracks me up.
0: (laughs) Why not, you know? Uh, Well, yeah, I remember I was helping the Porno for Power guys in the 90s, and I was asking Pear about, you know, Chill Wave and Dubstep, and Mike, it's all about the BPM. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. That's good. That's fair <laughs> enough. Get that razor wire going and keep us in our little gulags, our little duck houses. It's, uh, it's strange. It's strange.
2: Uh, I don't know if there are any micro genres in harp world. I haven't heard of any yet, but maybe. No. You never know. What, well,
0: <laughs> since there are, though, it's like kind of like your ma's position. Like, everybody's got to go to Mary Lattimore. Because <laughs> right? there ain't a lot of people doing it, right? We need something for this area so did you become in demand like that
2: i'm i can't say that about myself talk
0: about the early days (laughs) the early days in the early
2: days um like a lot of cats probably didn't play with
0: a harpist before you
2: right yeah so i think so and like also i just got really into writing parts for people's records i found a lot of joy in that like writing a part that fit in with a song you know, making make it making it sound like um, the harp could actually fit into a song without being so like showy, fantasia, showtime harp. You know, just to make yeah, it yeah, yeah. kind of like a more normal uh, instrument don't use that just sounded.
0: do what? hates that? Norm. Healthy. Oh, Let's
2: say okay. healthy. <laughs> healthy. Like make it a more make it a more like accessible. Instrument sure, where it's sure. not just like oh it's a showpiece or something like that. Or a, that, a piece you know? of kitsch,
0: uh, some kind of yeah, yeah, kitsch.
2: Exactly, exactly. So making it seem more like okay, it's like an access. It's a thing for everybody. And what
0: about you? What about you mixing in with cats that were not formally trained?
2: Yeah, I loved it. I mean, that was really. I really. <laughs> yeah, it was a relief. Exactly, <laughs> and like everyone wasn't like. Oh, your elbow isn't high enough. Oh, your technique isn't, you know, like I wasn't being judged all the time. People right. just like found it. They, um, I mean, I feel like, you know, people who aren't formally trained or haven't, hadn't been around so many harps just loved it in the same way that I did. Like wonder. And this like, like pure, yeah, pure way. Yeah, and yeah. so with like, not a lot of like historical, baggage or like historical right. um, reference points or yeah. whatever like that. So. Right.
0: Well, if I want a reference point with a harp, I'm going to thank Alice Coltrane. Oh, yeah. Look, we're at the end of the first hour. November 29, 2021, Dishwap Peel Show. Special guest, Mary Lattimore. Hold tight for hour two. November 29, one. So second hour, What for beavers. Show starting off the second hour with for Scott Kelly, Return to Earth, Mary Lattimore. Then bombas Prendon, Poetic sequence And then finally Mary latimore Never saw him again. Well, that's trippy. I didn't <laughs> it's kind of we bookended a yeah, a po, a poetic sequence. Uh you know, with these songs you gave me, they're not you in side mouse mode. Right? Uh, no, no. Right, right. So we don't have any music here from those early days. These are all right. Lattimore things. So, yeah. So Let's talk about these compositions. Who is Scott Kelly?
2: Okay, I'll tell you. He's um he was an he's an astronaut, and he oh. um spent the most consecutive days in yes, space like right. five that's years right. ago. Yep. Um, and I was following along with him on Instagram because uh, he was Instagramming from space. And I could see, you know, he just had this perspective from space, just like looking down on the earth and talking about stuff that was happening. Um, And at the same time as I, as he was up there, he was supposed to come down again. I, um, I had broken my jaw. So I cracked my face open. (laughs) Just, yeah, just being clumsy. I just fell down. I tripped over something. I fell down on my face. Cracked your face Um, (laughs) open. (laughs) yeah i i so i couldn't talk for two months i had my um my jaw wired shut yeah and so i just started seeing people in a really weird way by the end of those two months i was like oh that's what they do like (laughs) chewing gum that's what they do (laughs) like i just got this very very weird way of seeing human beings and i kind of thought about it and i was like i wonder if this is how scott kelly feels like oh like going to a restaurant that's what they do down there you know and so i just wrote this song for him kind of in solidarity with that feeling of like okay you're coming back down to earth you're getting your jaw unwired you have to like learn how to be social again you have to learn to do all this stuff again in this to be a human again kind of so i made the song
0: his body probably got changed by the zero gravity.
2: Yeah. And you yeah, just, I think you but got but changed Yeah, did you from hear your about job? this?
0: Yeah, I, I heard it's going to be a dilemma for this long space flight stuff. It's not so simple.
2: Mhm. Well, he has this Scott Kelly has a twin brother who's also an astronaut, Mark. And so when Scott came down back down to Earth, they measured all of his like all of his height, they measured all of his um vitals or whatever with his brother with his identical twin brothers to kind of test to see if anything changed. And he, he either got shorter or taller. He definitely like changed in height from his brother when they were the same height before he left. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So so, like you had him in mind when you compose this. Yeah, I did. And so I, um, I emailed it to NASA Oh I emailed wow. the song I emailed the song. I found NASA, a NASA email address like public relations or something. I emailed it to them and then they sent it to him and he really liked it. He he wrote them to tell me that he really enjoyed the song. So wow. Yeah, wow. pretty cool.
0: Well what what I was gonna say was you already had the title of the song. Yep. Okay, I always ask not always, but a lot of my guests when I talk about composition, I ask about when does the song title come. For mm. every, near everybody, it's like at the end. Now, why has to start with the title, or I have no focus. So, I'm glad I yep. found
2: Kindred Spirit. You <laughs> did. I I have to do the same thing. Oh, is that right? It's, yeah. So totally. sometimes
0: he's in my dreams, it feels like floating. Those all started with t- titles.
2: The title. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's great. Some people say, oh, no, i got to hear the music. And then that gives me like a summary, you know, to come up with the title. But we, we nope. use it for tents, tent stakes to put up the tent, right?
2: Yeah, I, I agree. Yep. Wow.
0: Okay. Till til a mermaid drags you under. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a great quote from uh, Giuseppe Garibaldi. He said, uh, Bacchus has drowned more men than Neptune. Mm. for Pedro's show start off that chunk of music Mary Lattimore till a mermaid drags you under and uh, we were discussing off air people famous quote from uh, well not famous yet but we're gonna make it that way right you just have to <laughs> Bacchus has drowned more sailors than Neptune alright don't forget that don't explain it <laughs> either. then we had so, so some lonesome corner, so many flowers bloom the Silver Mountain Zion Memorial Orchestra and Tralala Band that's a fucking name brother f is <laughs> out there uh what are they called Godspeedy uh you black emperor people, I'm out of montreal great scene uh ghost force ah no this is mary latimore in parentheses so this this tune in cedars ghost force is the name of the project
2: it's the name of the project yep
0: and what makes it different than a mary latimore thing
2: this is with my best friend Meg Baird who she's a singer from Aspers and she has her own beautiful solo stuff on Drag City. She um she and I we made this collaboration together. Um finally after many years of talking about making something something together, we we made this record. And how did it happen? Who went first? Um I mean we both just like uh, she what? On the count of three, you came... just go for it and I'll start playing? <laughs> yeah, okay. basically. Okay. Basically, a lot of those are came from improvisations that we did. And uh, I guess she's playing guitar. Um, I'm playing synthesizer on some of them. And um, we just hold up awesome. for like, you, you she, taught yourself she came down to L.A.
0: Or did you play say synth it again? like, uh, when you say you played some synthesizer, did you teach yourself mm-hmm. keyboard or is it synthesizer non-keyboard guy?
2: Oh, it's keyboard kind, I guess. I Yeah, I started taking piano when I was little as well. Oh, I well, didn't know so. that. Okay. So yeah, when I was five. Mm-hmm. Before the harp? Before the harp, yeah.
0: Christ, okay. That's happening. <laughs> no, anything musical, you're investing in the next time you get musical, right? I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah. I don't it's a good foundation. I don't think it's ever wasted. Yeah, I don't think it's ever wasted. Okay, and uh, so you would play uh, either the keyboard... So you were kind of accompanying her guitar. So you kind of she went kind of first.
2: Um, or or else I my harp would go first in some of the songs. In this song, I think the harp came first.
0: Okay, and uh, you know, an arpeggiated guitar and an arpeggiated harp are kind of close, huh? Yeah. Right. Where we're using the, or the guitarist is using the thumb for the bass, and you can actually use like a piano the other fucking hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there, since you got piano knowledge, is there a kind of uh, a correlation between left and right hand on harp, like left and right on piano?
2: That's a good question. It's exactly the same. So... If you look at the harp music, it looks just like piano music. So bass, clef, treble clef, playing at the same time. Left hand is bass.
0: But there's not 88 strings, is there?
2: No, 47.
0: Okay, 47.
2: But then with the pedals, you know, oh, that's the right. pedals make the sharps and flats.
0: Yes, that's, yeah, that's right. No black keys. Yep. Just all white strings.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Curtis Mayfield or, tuned his guitar
0: to the black keys on uh piano. A lot of F sharps. Oh, that- yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, very cool. Well, the sad thing was he got paralyzed, you know, at that gig in Brooklyn when the light thing fell on him, and he never got mm. to mm. teach anybody. In fact, I saw mm. the gig before that. He played in Long Beach here. He's doing a tour of oh. the city halls, and he's playing outside and some for free. Long Beach. The next gig was Brooklyn, and that wind blew the light down on him. Oh uh, wow! Like a big yeah. Curtis Mayfield wow. fan. What he had a great bass mm-hmm. man named Lucky. Ah, so now, how low does the the bass the left hand go on the harp
2: um I mean it goes very 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 low you know where the E is like, on
0: our bass guitar is it lower than that
2: I can't remember where your E is I think so I think it's lower than that
0: well like a like a piano that's that is lower mm-hmm. than my E yeah.
2: Hmm. It's similar. It's pretty similar. Okay. I can't, okay. I really can't sorry. remember. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, it's okay. Yeah. I, uh, you know what? I, we might lose some listeners on this because this is getting too muso. <laughs> but but, but <laughs> I was curious because I, I haven't really talked to anybody about harp a lot. But yeah. I always wondered about that if it was like a piano, but you just... You know what I love about it, just getting your hands in the strings like that. That's why I kind of yeah. didn't even though the pick's a good thing to use, have as part of your vocabulary, there's something about mm-hmm. the bass guitar I can just stick my hands in it, man. There's no doubt. I love it too. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt, no uh, insecurity. Like, are you gonna get hit it right with that little piece of object? No, I got my right. hands on it.
2: <laughs> right. It's so grippable, it feels yeah. like so tangible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's
0: true. We're at the end of the second hour. November 29, 2021. Walt Pedro Show special guest Mary Lattimore. Hold tight for our three. <laughs> <laughs> November 29, 2021. is the third hour of the Walt <laughs> the Pedro Show. <laughs> hour started off with, on the day you saw the dead whale. Which ain't funny, but couldn't help it. I didn't realize the portent. Yeah, I'm not a total talking head, people. I mean, it starts coming out my mouth, but then I start thinking about it and it was like, whoa. And like uh, Mary enlighten us the fact that she starts with the title so whoa it was, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a documentary
2: yeah little movie right, right. little mind movie <laughs> then
0: are uh, you yeah well, that's the way i compose are you seraphine after that with this this time there's no happy ending and now i understand why i put that song after that <laughs> okay, well, I, put, I put these together sometimes a couple days ahead, people but i am trying to build a flow I And mean, then finally M- mary latimore with moon over chins okay. yep is it, what is that, a town?
2: It's a little hotel in Big Sur.
0: Oh, Big Sur, uh, yeah. Pacific Coast Highway. Uh-huh. I took my boat up on uh, the Cono Line. Man, that was slow going, right? There's gets all washed. <laughs> With all the washouts and stuff, that boat's yeah. closed a lot nowadays.
2: Yeah, whoa, you took the the van up there. Yeah,
0: yeah, that way I wouldn't this was like 15 years ago, just to do it. Yeah. And it took, uh-huh. I, I went all the way, Carmel, you know, all the way up there. But around right. the Big Sur, it really gets twisty and stuff. But oh, I, yeah. it's part of California. I think a lot of people who come to California don't know about because it's a trip.
2: Uh-huh. It's special. It's like nowhere else, I think. And then, sure. uh,
0: what, Henry Miller? I mean, and there's some mm-hmm. history there, right? Uh, yep. God, who was that poet? The guy shot himself in Montana. Mm. Uh, yeah, Charlie Plymouth said he went went to a party and he was sitting there neck I can't remember this cat's name. The fishing in America. That the guy who wrote that. Oh,
2: name. what is his name? I know. See I can't remember. Uh, getting less younger ain't eh? Well,
0: I will find out, you know, it's because I have to remember and stuff. And actually some of his poems were pretty trippy and you know, right. Some really conno and little. Mm-hmm. And so and mm-hmm. so like that's a postcard?
2: I'm sorry, what what's a postcard? That tune that you composed. Oh yeah.
0: You no, know, um, in respect to uh,
2: yeah, that song. Um, you know, is there was a, a place wild... or more
0: than a time or is it time more yeah. than
2: a place? I mean, it's a place. It's, it's definitely a place more than a time. I would say there was a time in um the, during the pandemic, the height of the pandemic, when they were talking about closing that hotel, it's just like this really special, exquisite little rustic hotel right there by the, by the ocean and um on the cliff and in the Redwoods. And it's so, so beautiful. Um, And it's it was struggling financially. So I wrote the song partly just to, to kind of memori- like as an ode to it in case it was, not going to be around anymore you know just to kind of capture that place but it's doing fine now they got enough donations to keep it alive so it got saved which is really happy And you were part of it maybe I don't know I don't know about well, that spiritually take... or like a mu- uh, spiritually yeah, yeah some
0: kind of resonance of parallel universe yeah. trip Richard broadigan yeah. Oh yeah right we're not going to let <laughs> Alzheimer win <laughs> We're not going to let it win We're not going to And here's a here's another song for somebody Jimmy V Last music for this edition mary latimore with jimmy v whoa just lost you mary hold up you got her back Fuck, <laughs> these people and, and you know i can't pick other providers Well anyway mm. i'm not going to start belly aching and stuff just <laughs> grateful that i got you back uh yeah. jimmy v mary latimore kate and spring side a from the Vegetable league and then wawa by the ocean mary latimore <laughs> i know about the northeast there's some bank chain called wawa or something
2: yeah, it's a gas station. That's it's it. a convenience store.
0: That's it. It's not a bank chain. It's a, probably was a native word or something and stuff. I uh, think so. Yeah, Jimmy V. Now, I know about Jimmy Z. He played drums for Prince or something. No, or maybe it was The Time. I can't remember. (laughs) One of of those. Either either Mo Day or Prince. But who's Jimmy V?
2: He's a basketball coach. Oh, shit. Very inspiring basketball coach who, um, he passed away from cancer, but he was very known for his inspirational, I just watched an ESPN, or a 30 for 30 documentary about him. Um, And so I just made the song for him. Um, My family is like a real basketball family. So my brother. Yeah. there's a basketball coach and... sixers were
0: aba team they had uh, some of that showtime the first uh here we go again with trying to remember names that <laughs> 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 was just terrible but uh, also baseball phillies football mm-hmm. eagles didn't do good for a while but we had a guy yeah. from your baseball richie allen he came over here god damn who's this guy this guy, he could hang Face- and shit. It's where they they wore little pants in the 70s, right? The tiny little <laughs> pants, those guys. And beautiful, uh-huh. beautiful man, man. Beautiful man. And uh, mm. so, and you believe, you, you know what's trippy about coaches? Most of them weren't good players. In fact, right. good players like, like, don't my, make yeah. good, uh, good players usually don't make good coaches like Magic Johnson. Totally.
2: Uh, I mean, my brother is like an example of that. I think, I mean, not saying that he's a bad player, but he's a much better coach than he is a player for sure. It's just like he gets into the philosophy philosophy of it you know
0: right and they're just different things right just like a rudder Mm -hmm. got a guy on the bow you got a guy at the keel i mean you know it takes a lot to float a boat oh yeah please tell me about your connect with thirst now that i'm like that was you i was watching
2: (laughs) oh right (laughs) well i met thirst in um probably like 2010 or 11 um and then he just kept it in his. we played a gig together he and bill and i played a gig in new york together and um he kept it in his mind that i played the harp so He got in touch with me a couple years later and was like, When I met him, when I saw him again, he was like, Hey, Mary, do you know how to surf? And I was like, Oh, no. And he's like, Well, you better learn because I'm taking you to Malibu and we're going to go record a record with Beck. I was like, What? What are you saying? Wow. And uh, but that's what happened and he um, it was that demolished thoughts record that he made that has like violin and harp and so Samara the violin player and I and Thurston went out to record this record in Malibu and it was ma- a magical experience and then I toured with him for like two years after that um, on the record.
0: Was that your first big tour?
2: Yeah uh, I toured once more with um, Kurt Vile initially, but then that that was, like, my first real big one, and, like, first time playing music overseas, um, and, uh, yeah, just being part of a band. It felt like a family, you know? It was I was very excited to be a part of that band for the first time, so it was really cool.
0: And you're on some record, well, the one that Beck did, right? Beck was a producer, Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Charles Barkley was it. so was Mailman, six or. Wilson oh, yeah. Alone, right, right. Luscious Jackson. Yeah, it's coming back to me slowly, but I still can't think of the man I want to talk about. Huh. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. But uh, uh, what do you got going now? And where can people find you on the Internet?
2: Oh, people can go to my Bandcamp page, which has all like links to all my stuff. Um, it's Mary MaryLattimore. com.
0: Okay, more people, L-A-T-T-I-M-O-R-E.
2: Yeah, Arpus, I'm, on, I'm on tour right now, um, so hopefully people feel good about going to shows. Um, trying to be thoughtful about touring and, um, yeah, it's it's fun so far. Well, Just you got a, a future plans to record to record. Um. Not really. I'm taking a break from recording. I'm actually started to work, starting to work on writing film scores. So that's oh, like okay. I'm working on a film now um, are, are, about are you, a young. Uh,
0: are you uh, hmm? recording at home?
2: I do. Yeah, yeah I record great, at home. Great. And what, yeah. what's, what's this film about? It's about a young female skateboarder. She's 17 now. She just went to the Olympics. Her name's Brighton Zoiner. Oh, she, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: She's great a great kid and it's kind of documenting her like a coming of age story about her. They've been documenting her since she was 13. So, um, it's can a doc I, about a documentary about her. Can I ask
0: you if you compose while watching her skate, do you do the, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, because, uh, yeah, all the facets that you could bring with the harp intervals to the, her, making her moves. I've had so, skaters tell me when they were younger, they skated to brave captain, you know, this song I wrote for uh-huh. you, Edward and Georgie and, and to be part of somebody's uh, thing like that with music. Yeah. I just think all artistic expression is kind of connected. So why not? Why couldn't it be a physical sporty kind of thing with them, but not competitive maybe. Right. Cause you're just trying to write, express your art to uh, yeah. show people her stuff in this doc.
2: Really- I mean I feel like skateboarding is so creative too. Yeah, not not the competitive part, but just like the individual like the the stuff you can do on it. It just feels so personal, right? And like it feels like a creative artistic thing to like sport in a way or I don't know.
0: No, no I like no. it. Yeah, I I think you're right on it, Julia Servin. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the rake in my brain and I'm sifting through fucking <laughs> tons of bullshit yeah 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 they're, they're... look music is physical you know, all, everything yeah. physical doesn't have to be sport competitive. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just stays in our heads as ideas. It's got to have mm-hmm. some manifestation. So why does it always got to get put in that corral like we're on the, uh, you know, the buck, for the buck wild who can stay on, hang on the longest. Why why can't, it's a trip. It's the whole yeah. idea of aesthetic. And yeah. I think we get it mixed up with ethic. <laughs> but mm-hmm. That's another spiel. Mm-hmm. I, I, we've run out of time. It's such an honor to have you, Mary. <laughs> when you get this doc with this new music done, will you come back on the show and we can play it and talk about it?
2: I would love it. Okay. Thank you so much.
0: very, very welcome. People, November 29, 2021. Just your watch for Pedro show. Keep your power right. <laughs>